Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the Fantasy Football Hangout with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be recapping week six in the NFL, all the early games. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, you know what time it is. It is that time again for your week six recap. Your roundup of all things in the NFL for week six. And actually, I'm going to start with Thursday's game because I actually kind of took a vacation. So, um, yeah, it was much needed. Uh, I needed to kind of refuel and get myself going. So I'm good to go. So let's get into it. All right, guys, we will start with the Thursday game, which had Tampa Bay facing the Philadelphia Eagles. Actually, Tampa Bay went to Philadelphia and they ended up winning 28 to 22. In that game, Tom Brady pretty much doing Tom Brady things. Uh, 42 pass attempts, 34 completions, 297 yards. He had two touchdowns, and actually he had an interception in this game. He wasn't sacked, so uh, yeah, you know, it's Tom Brady, Brady, and you know he had the finger injury that he suffered in week five, but uh, he was able to come out in this one and uh, do what he needed to do, so pretty good on that end. As far as the running backs, Leonard Fournette, I continue to tell you guys, I don't care how many running backs are over there, uh, Leonard Fournette is the guy. So uh, 22 rushes, 81 yards with two touchdowns. He also caught six passes for 46 yards, and that was on uh, six targets. Uh, yeah, the Leonard Fournette, uh, we, we didn't see him. That coming, him being a two-dimensional guard, I mean, um, two-dimensional running back, but uh, here it is. Uh, Of those running backs, he's the one to own. That's just the way it is, guys. So, Ronald Jones, uh, he had five rushes for 20 yards. He had a catch for nine yards. So, uh, yeah, so Fournette is the guy that make no mistakes about that, so... Yeah, I think as the season goes on, you'll see, you'll see him, uh, you know, have these types of games. Cause you know, in all honesty, they should preserve uh, Brady's arm, especially if they're going to make a deep run. So, so uh, expect more from Fournette. I think they'll sprinkle in Ronald Jones the second, and you'll also see some Gio Bernard as well. But Fournette's the guy. In terms of the receivers, um, a lot of guys were talking about selling high on Antonio Brown after that first week. I understand. I get it. But um, the bottom line is him and Brady has a connection. They basically they have a connection. So in this one, he had nine catches for 93 yards with the touchdown, and that was on 13 targets. Um O.J. Howard, we had an O.J. Howard sighting. Six catches for him, 49 yards, and he had a touchdown. Um, in terms of the their two main receivers, uh, Chris Godwin, five catches for 43 yards, and Mike Evans, only two catches for 27 yards. Uh, that's on four targets. Godwin's was on five targets, so he was pretty much perfect. And then Cameron Brake, we had a Cameron Brake sighting as well. Uh, three catches for 26 yards on four targets. Because Gronk is still out. They're still, you know, being very cautious with Gronk. So, uh, and th- I mean, in all honesty, there's no need to rush him back. Um, Brady's is deep in weapons. So, um, I think they would prefer... A healthy Gronk, especially for the long haul. So, and my whole thinking is this when Gronk is out, it seemed like that's when Antonio Brown shines. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm hanging on to 
Antonio Brown, my shares in him, I'm hanging on to that. So um, in terms of the other two guys, Godwin really hasn't gotten off this year thus far. Um, Yeah, so Mike Evans, he's had good games in some spots, but Godwin has really struggled. Um, Yeah, so I, I don't know what to tell you, but... You know, in those drafts, I was always looking for Antonio Brown because it was a cheaper price for a wide receiver who's going to get the targets. So uh, if you got shares in Godwin, I would be nervous right now. I'd be very nervous. We're already into week six, and he hasn't really broken out like that. Um, I get nervous about that. Mike Evans, I think he's going to ebb and flow. So, uh I think you just got to ride the tide with him. But Godwin, I would be seriously concerned about. In terms of the Eagles, Jalen Hurts, hmm, 26 pass attempts, uh, 12 completions for 115 yards. He had the one touchdown, and he had an interception. Was sacked twice. He rushed it 10 times for 44 yards. So, um yeah, they're going to have to figure out this offense here, what they want to do here. Because um, I I understand, I get it. He, he shows you flashes of like a Lamar Jackson, but uh, Lamar Jackson is better at what he does. That's just, just the facts of it. He has the better arm. Um, Jalen Hurts will be fine. He'll be okay. I mean, this is his first year really like on the job so he's just gonna have to ebb and flow with uh what he brings you but um I think they're gonna have to reimagine this offense because the running backs aren't getting off let me talk about them uh Miles Sanders nine rushes for 56 yards and then he had two catches for 10 yards that's on four uh targets uh as far as Kenneth Gainwell, who, you know, he had his hot weeks here and there. No rushes in this game. He had one catch for one yard, and that's on two targets. So, I guess in deeper leagues, you'll have to hold on to him. But in 10 to 12 team leagues, if there's something better out there, you got to think about that. Uh, in terms of Miles Sanders, he's in a conundrum. He is because you got a running back that takes off as well. So um, that's why I say they need to reimagine this offense. They need to run it more with Sanders. I think a lot of people are saying that on social media and so forth. But uh, it's true that they need to run it more with Sanders. Uh, Hertz needs to concentrate more on, you know, getting the ball downfield, you know, take off when he needs to, but there's no reason for him to be out rushing um, Miles Sanders at this point. And then in terms of the pass attack, Quez Watkins uh, led the way three catches, 44 yards. That's on five targets. Devonta Smith, not such a great game. Two catches, 31 yards on four targets. Zach Ertz, Four catches, 29 yards, and he had the lone touchdown, and that was on six targets. And then Jalen Rieger, zero catches, for, and that's on three targets. And then remember, too, that Dallas Goddard missed this game because of COVID. So, And then coming out of this, actually, Zach Ertz, you know, <laughs> I had a hashtag going, free Zach Ertz. And it's, I, I guess they uh, they listen to the cries. So Zach Ertz is now heading to Arizona because remember Arizona now is without Max Williams, who is out for the year. So uh, Zach Ertz going to Arizona. So uh, definitely upgrade Goddard if um, if if you have him, you you're elated with this news. If he just so happens to be on the waiver wire because, you know, he's been hot and cold. I would go searching the waiver wire to make sure he's not there. Um, yeah, but 
he's definitely somebody. And then Zach Ertz too. You, um, I think over there with Arizona, he'll he'll um they're trading for him. But so I guess they have use for him. So he's definitely a speculative ad. That's for sure. So um, Zach Ertz going to Arizona, and then next um, Tampa Tampa Bay has the bye, so they're off for week seven and Philly goes to Vegas to face the Raiders. Uh, I'll talk about the Raiders later. So, all right. So let's go to the Sunday game. There was a game in London, uh, between Jacksonville and Miami, uh, Jacksonville being the home team, quote unquote, (laughs) and the home team won 23 to 20 beating Miami. Uh, so this is Jacksonville's first win on the year. Uh, kudos to them. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I think as the season goes on, you'll see him get better. Um, and he was fine in this one. He was fine. Um, 41 pass attempts, uh, 25 completions, 319 yards. And he had one touchdown throw was sacked twice. Uh, ran it twice for 11 yards and then had a loss of fumble. So, you know, you'll, I, you'll take that, you know, um, he's learning on the job. So, you know, um, not bad, not bad. Uh, you like to see more touchdowns, but that'll come in due time. So no need to worry about that in terms of the running game, James Robinson. Oh man, I tell you. This guy is uh, doing his thing here. 17 rushes, 73 yards with the touchdown. And then he had three catches for 28 yards on four targets. James Robinson, what more can you say about the guy? The guy's getting it done over there. Um, I think the buy low window is shut now. Um, I think he'll be a RB2 all the way through with... Um, you know, some weeks he can sneak into the RB1 conversation, depending on the matchup, but a solid starter um, pretty much the rest of the year for Robinson. In terms of the pass attack, Marvin Jones Jr., he has that connection with uh, Lawrence, and, and it showed here. Seven catches, 100 yards with a touchdown. That was on 10 targets. Uh, Lavishka Chenault Jr., also had 10 targets. He had six catches, though, for 54 yards. So, uh, Chenault is getting the targets. He's getting the targets. It's just, you know, um, it's he's just not getting it in the end zone. So, uh, I, th- I think if you have shares in him, I think you just got to hang on um, because... Basically, these are the two guys that Lawrence is going to. I think there'll be weeks where Chenault finds the end zone, um, but it just so happened to be Jones this week. So I would hang on to Chenault for now. Uh, Jamal Agnew, uh, their third receiver, five catches, 70, uh, 78 yards, and that's on six targets. Now, remember, Agnew is taking the place of DJ Shark, who was uh, – kind of in that three wide receiver alignment. So, and then you have Dan Arnold, who they got from Carolina uh, a week or so ago, two catches, 27 yards on five targets. So I think that offensive in time will begin to, you know, the arrows going up on that offense. So, uh, you know, if you got shares in these guys, uh, you're, you're, you can kind of rest easy. In terms of Miami, Tua Tagovailoa, he's back. Um, 40, 47 pass attempts, 32 completions, uh, 329 yards, two touchdowns with an interception. You like that. You definitely like that. Um, he had three rushes also for 22 yards, and he wasn't sacked at all, so that's good. So, yeah, pretty solid outing for Tagovailoa. Definitely a solid outing. And there was even uh, Brissett came in for a series or so 
uh, one pass attempt, one completion for 25 yards. So moving on to the dumpster fire, that is the run game, uh, Malcolm Brown, um, five rushes for 24 yards. He had a catch in this as well for seven yards. Then you have Salvin Ahmed, seven rushes for him, uh, 22 yards. He had one catch for 15 yards on two targets. And then Miles Gaskin, oh, <sighs> five rushes for nine yards. And then he had two catches for five yards. And that was on six targets. So, yeah, um, you know. He had the fine week last week, and he had a stinker here. So, um, again, I say this run, this running back by committee business is uh, dumpster fire. I I keep shouting from the heavens that uh, Brian Flores got got to figure out this uh, run attack because I think this is hurting that offense. Uh, in terms of the pass game, Mike Gesicki. He, he's, he's been playing pretty good. Um, eight catches for 115 yards. That's on nine targets. And then you had J- Jalen Waddle. Oh, my gosh. He's, he's, he's balling out. Ten catches, 70 yards, and two touchdowns on 13 targets. So he's definitely seeing the targets. Uh, Tua likes going to him. So um, he's... He, you're going to have to ride him all the way through. He's giving you wide receiver twos with wide receiver one ceiling. So uh, definitely like that. Mac Hollins um, seeing some burn because you got the likes of uh, Devontae Parker out. Will Fuller, he wasn't in this one. So four catches for Hollins for... Uh, 61 yards that's on five targets and then Duron Smythe another receiver over there five catches 59 yards on six targets and then you have Albert Wilson with two catches for 14 yards next up for Jacksonville they're they're on they're on a bye so uh good for them that you know you, you get a week off now being that you did the London thing, um, you can kind of, uh, you know, uh, study the t- playbook a little bit, uh, get yourself right. I like this offense going into their second half. I, I like it. Um, so I would say this. If Trevor Lawrence is out on the waiver wise, grab him. I, I think um, going down the stretch, I think he's going to really perform. So. Um, and then for Miami, they traveled to Atlanta. No, they, they host Atlanta. I'm sorry. They host Atlanta, uh, for this coming week seven. So, all right. So let's move on to the one o'clock games. We saw Green Bay go to Chicago and get the win. Um, 24 14, uh, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is a funny dude, uh, 20, 23 pass attempts, uh, 17 completions, only 195 yards with two touchdowns, but he did have the, um, seven rushes for 19 yards with a touchdown. So he counts for three touchdowns and on that rushing touchdown, he taunts the Chicago crowd saying that I still own you doing this discount double check. Oh gosh, he's too much. And then he got sacked three times. So solid game from Aaron Rodgers. You know, it's, it's not the boffo big numbers that you usually see, but you know, the three touchdowns definitely makes up for it. So, uh, nice game for Rodgers in terms of the run game guys. I uh, hate to use this word, but I think we have to use it here. Time share. Uh, Aaron Jones, uh, 13 rushes, 76 yards. And then he had four catches for 34 yards with a touchdown. So he pretty much salv- 
uh, salvages a, uh, you know, kind of a middling game. He, uh, the touchdown definitely helps. And then you got A.J. Dillon, 11 rushes for him, 59 yards. So uh, when you when you drafted Aaron Jones, this is not what you signed on for. The fact that A.J. Dillon is seeing all this work. So, um, yeah, I think the window to sell on Aaron Jones, but it you'd be nuts to sell him after a four-touchdown game. I understand, you know, it's – Hard to get four touchdown games, but you figure that, you know, he's only had one other game where he's uh, went over 100 yards, and that was uh, maybe about week five. Um, yeah, you're in a conundrum, guys. Uh, again, I use that word uh, because this is a timeshare. There's no other way to slice it, guys. This is a timeshare. So, uh, you don't have to grin and bear it, grin and bear it. So, in terms of the re receivers, uh, Devontae Adams, four catches, 89 yards on five targets. Now, it, it could have been more. It could have been where he had a long touchdown, maybe a 61-yarder. But what happened was he ended up stepping his foot on the line, so that took away the yards. So, um, I think... I think his, um, you know, this this is okay. This this isn't great. Um, so you know, what can you do, guys? These kind of things happen. So, um, in terms of the other receivers, Alan Lazar, three catches, twenty-seven yards, and he had the one of the touchdowns in this game. Um, and Aaron Jones had the other. So. Uh, and that was on five targets. Then you have Mercedes Lewis. I, I didn't even realize he was on this squad. Uh, two catches, 17 yards for him. Then Robert Tunyon, two catches for 10 yards. And that's on three targets. Tunyon, uh, I think it's safe to say, guys, uh, you could probably... <sighs> I, I get it. I understand the tight end. Um... Market there is tight, but uh, I would start looking at guys, guys like uh, Ricky Seals Jones to see if he's on the waiver wire. If I got a tie in on my team, uh, I'll talk about uh, Seals Jones in a little while. Uh, and then Amari Rogers, one catch for 14 yards. Moving to Chicago, um, Justin Fields still learning his way about 27 pass attempts, 16 completions. Had one touchdown and one interception. Took off six times and got 43 yards out of that. He was sacked four times in this game. So the typical groin pains that you get with a rookie quarterback. So um, you're just going to have to hang in, guys, you know, especially if you have some of the Chicago skill players. So um, in terms of the run game, now remember they're missing – uh, David Montgomery, who's on IR, and then also um, Damian Williams got ruled out in this game. So Khalil Herbert, the rookie, had a pretty solid game. 19 rushes for 97 yards with the touchdown. He had two catches for 15 yards, and that's on three targets. Hey, you take those numbers. You definitely do. Uh I know I grabbed him in, in a few daily fantasy leagues. So, uh, yeah, I saw him having a good game. So, uh, yeah, and he, he was solid here. In terms of the pass attack, um, Allen Robinson II. Oh, boy. Four catches for 53 yards, and that's on seven targets. Uh, Cole Komet. Four catches for 49 yards. That's on five targets. Darnell Moody. A lot of people been talking him up. He's come on lately. Five catches, 45 yards, and one touchdown. He, so he had the lone touchdown, and that was on eight targets. And then Marquise Goodwin, one catch for 12 yards. A-Rob owners, uh, you got to be a little worried here. Um, it seems like. Uh, Justin Fields has more, 
more of the connection with Mooney than he does uh, Robinson. So, um, I mean, it's something that, you know, it can be tweaked, I guess, you know, especially once a buy comes, um, you can kind of, they could kind of get kind of a rhythm going. But um, I think for now, you, you if you have if you're a rob owner um i think you got to hang in unless you can swing some type of deal uh maybe bring in a guy oh, I, I don't even want to suggest but um you might have to package him with someone else to to yeah you, that's probably what you have to do so but um unless you want to hang in there so we'll see and then coming up for Green Bay next week, they uh, Washington comes to them. Um, I'm telling you right now off the top, guys, uh, A, A-Rod, Devontae Stack for next week. Get them in your daily fantasy lineups. And then for Chicago, they go to Tampa Bay. Ugh, that's a tall order there for the rookie. but um, So we'll see how that goes. Moving on to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's a hot team, man. Uh, they went to Detroit and beat the brakes off them. 34 to 11. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> Joe Burrow had a solid game. Solid. Uh, 29 pass attempts, 19 completions, 271 yards. He had three touchdowns and one interception, was sacked twice, and he rushed it five times for 20 yards. Uh, very solid game for Burrow, I think. Um, and it, it was it was said even before the season that he'll probably struggle early and then kind of get a rhythm as the season goes on, and I think that is the case here. So, um, so a nice outing for Burrow. And then Brandon Allen came in the last few series um, for the Bengals. And even he had a little um, solid stint. One pass attempt, one completion for seven yards and a touchdown. So, um, yeah, so pretty good game overall for the the uh, quarterbacks for the Bengals. In terms of the run game, Joe Mixon still getting it done here 18 rushes 94 yards and then he had five catches on five targets and foot that's for 59 yards and a touchdown so solid game for Mixon. uh you got him back in the fold now that's good um his backup chris evans four rushes 18 yards and then he had three catches for 49 yards and a touchdown that was on three targets so Solid game for the backup. Looked like he's the backup there now. I think Perrine is hurt. Samaj Perrine. So uh, Chris Evan, Evans got the work. In terms of the pass attack, Jamar Chase, of course, leading the affair. Four catches for 97 yards. That's on six targets. T. Higgins uh, back as well. Uh, three catches for him, 44 yards on six targets. Uh, C.J. Azuma, he's finding the end zone lately, He he's been. Um, three catches for 15 yards and one touchdown. So he's had a, about three touchdowns in the past two weeks here. And then you had Auden Tate, uh, who hooked up with Brandon Allen for the touchdown. One catch, seven yards in the touchdown. Tyler Boyd, on the other hand, one catch for seven yards on three targets. If you got shares and boy, it's it's tough sledding here. Uh, because the pecking order is basically Chase, Higgins, and then probably uh, Tyler Boyd. So he's the third receiver in this offense. Um, when you drafted him, I don't think that's what you signed on for, but um, it is what it is right now. So if... You got shares in him. You may have to, uh, again, may have to package him somewhere and hope somebody bites. But unless T. Higgins goes down or Chase goes down, um, I don't think you're going to get much from Tyler Boyd in that regard. Uh, 
In terms of Detroit, Jared Goff, uh, 42 pass attempts, 28 completions, 202 yards, and with a interception. Uh, he was sacked once. Yeah, Jared Goff, this is who he is. Uh, I hate to say it, but this is who he is. He's he's tied down to a kind of mediocre offense. So, what can you do? Um, Deont, in terms of the run game, DeAndre Swift, nice game. Uh, 13 rushes, 24 yards with a touchdown. And then he had five catches for 43 yards. That's on seven um, targets. So, solid game for him. Solid game. Uh, enough to get you by um, for week six. And then Jamal Adams, not so good. Four rushes, 11 yards. Uh, one catch for minus two yards on two targets. So, um, if you got shares in them, it's going to be those kind of weeks. In terms of the past game, TJ Hawkinson, uh, eight catches for him, fought 74 yards, pretty solid game for him, 11 targets, which you like to see. Um, Khalif Raymond, six catches, 37 yards on seven targets. And then the rookie, Amon Ra St. Brown, five catches, 26 yards, and that's on seven targets. So this offense is teetering right now. Um, you like to see the volume that Hawkinson got. You definitely like to see that. You like that Swift got it to the end zone. So you just hope for better days down the road. Um, not sure if you're going to have them. Uh, and actually coming up for Detroit, they go to um, to the Rams. So Jared Goff is going back where he started. So I'm sure there'll be extra motivation for him to get it done. So uh, he would be an intriguing look daily in daily fantasy. Definitely a streaming quarterback for week seven. So um, that's something to consider. And then Cincinnati, they take on their uh, division rival, uh, the Ravens, they go to Baltimore. So uh, that should be a, a pretty good contest there. So moving on to uh, the Indianapolis Colts hosting the Houston Texans. Uh, this one had the look of route all over it, and, and that's pretty much what it was. 31-3. to three, um, In terms of the Colts, Carson Wentz quietly getting it done. Um, 20 pass attempts, 11 completions, 223 yards, and he threw for two touchdowns, was sacked twice. So Carson's silently, you know, getting getting some things done over there. That's a good thing. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, um, in terms of the run game, Jonathan Taylor had a monster game. 14 rushes, 145 yards with two touchdowns. And then he also had one catch for 13 yards on two targets. Very solid game for him. And this one, yeah, there's the, the matchup was just too, too juicy for him to not have this type of game. And then Naheem Hines, four rushes for him, 13 yards. And then one catch for him nine yards on two targets so and they're also too still trying to feature marlon mack hopefully trying to deal him before the trade deadline so keep your eye out for that um in terms of the pass attack ty hilton he made his uh season debut um in week six four catches 80 yards that's good but he did suffer a quad injury in the fourth quarter so we're waiting to see what the uh, the diagnosis on that is, so uh, stay tuned for that. And then also, too, Paris Campbell had a 51-yard 51, uh, 51 touchdown, and that was on one, pa um, one pass completion uh, for the touchdown. But he uh, injured his foot in the first half of that game, so you already got two wide receivers banged up. Um, and then also, too, uh, Zach Pascal missed this game as well. So uh, Michael Pittman Jr., 
only two catches, 35 yards, and that's on three targets. He, and he even ran the ball once for three yards. So keep an eye on the wide receiver um, um, news coming out of Indianapolis. Uh, and then Mo Alley Cox. There's another guy finding the end zone. One catch, 28 yards, and touchdown. That's on three targets. So, um, so again, that what happens in terms of the injuries over there remains to be seen. In terms of Houston, oh, this is a bad offense. Uh, Davis Mills, 43 pass attempts, 29 completions, 243 yards, uh, and he threw the two interceptions. He rushed it twice for five yards and was sacked twice. So still, um, I know he had the nice week last week, but uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be highs and lows with Mills, and this is a low here. Uh, in terms of the run game, another one that's kind of a dumpster fire, but then it's not. It seemed like Mark, Mark Ingram has merged as the guy even though they still deploy three of them. Uh, 18 rushes, 73 yards. Then he had two catches for eight yards. Then you got a Phillip Lindsey, seven rushes for him, 39 yards. And then two catches for 15 yards. And then you have David Johnson, who's still getting work. Two rushes, seven yards. One catch for 14 yards on two targets. So... It's a three-headed attack, guys, but um, seems like the pecking order is just as I stated. Ingram, Lindsey, and then David Johnson. In terms of the pass attack, uh, Brandon Cooks, still solid. Still solid despite the quarterback. Nine catches for 89 yards, and that's on 13 targets. I think he had more yards cat catching it this week than... Mills passed it for last week, but go figure. Uh, Nico Collins um, starting to emerge a little bit there. Four catches, 44 yards on six targets. The tight end, Jordan Aiken, four catches for him, 41 yards on six targets. And then you have your Chris Moores of the world with four catches for 14 yards on five targets. Chris Connolly, one catch for 10 yards on two targets. And then the other tight end, Farrell Brown, two catches for eight yards on three targets. So, again, kind of a dumpster fire, that offense over there. Brandon Cooks seemed somehow to always rise above the ashes. So, um, if they ever get it together, then he would be even more dangerous. So, um, coming up for Houston, they go to Arizona. That's going to be a tough one for them. And then the Colts, they actually go to San Francisco for a Sunday nighter. So, uh, so again, you definitely want to check uh, and see the, how some of these guys practice to see if they'll be available in the game for Sunday night. Which, again, you know, you, you're kind of in a spot uh, if you have some of these receivers because you got – Wait to see how everything shakes out there. So, uh, next up we have the Rams uh, going to New York and beating the brakes off of them, thirty-eight to eleven. Um, yeah, Matthew Stafford is having an MVP type season. Twenty-eight pass attempts, twenty-two completions, two hundred fifty-one yards. Uh, four catches for um, four TD passes, I'm sorry. And the one interception was sacked twice. He had two rushes for 12 yards. So Matthew Stafford is playing MVP football right now. Um, he's playing as solid as any quarterback uh, right now. So um, definitely he's performing above uh, where he was drafted. <clears throat> In terms of the run game, I'm, I'm making it clear right now, guys. This is my formal apology to uh, the Daryl Henderson truthers out there. 
he has been balling, man. He has been balling. I've had my doubts about him, but he dispels it every each and every week. So I give up. I raise the white flag and surrender. Um, tw- 21 rushes for him, 78 yards with a touchdown. And then he had two uh, catches for 29 yards and a touchdown there. So two touchdowns he accounts for. Um, very solid. He's giving you, uh, RB2, RB1-like numbers. So, yeah, and, um, that's just the way it is. Sony Michelle, nine rushes for 42 yards. Bottom line is this. Um, Michelle, he's not used in the passing game like Henderson is, so he will never really be that threat to take the, um, uh, you know, the rushing volume from Henderson, unless Henderson gets hurt, of course. So, um, Henderson's the guy. He's the guy over there. There's no two ways about it. In terms of the pass attack, Cooper Cup. This is this is a Cooper Cup season, man. Nine, nine uh, catches, 130 yards. That's on 12 targets. And then he had two touchdowns there. He is balling out. Uh, Tyler Higby, five catches for him for 36 yards. Robert Woods, after that, after that monster week last week, only two catches, 31 yards, and a touchdown. At least he got touchdown to kind of salvage things, and that was on five targets. Van Jefferson, uh, three catches for 19 yards on four targets. And then Deshaun Jackson, if you're into, uh, Wanting news about him. Only one catch for six yards. So Cooper's Cooper Cup is 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 he he's doing his thing over there. Uh Bobby Trees had a nice week, but seems he's back down to earth now. Maybe uh and guys were saying too to sell high on him after last week's results. So um I don't know if your window I would actually hold off until this week here. Um I'll tell you why in a minute. Uh, in terms of the Giants, um, the bottom line, they're just missing a lot of their skill players, man. Saquon Barkley was out in this one. Uh, Galladay with the knee issue, he was out. Uh, Slayton's still dealing with the hamstrings. So he they did get Sterling uh, Shepard back. So let's talk about it. Danny Dimes, 51 pass attempts, 29 completions. 242 yards. He threw three interceptions and he had a lost fumble. Uh, ran it three times for four yards. Was sacked four times. So definitely a stinker for Dan- Daniel Jones, especially after last week. Um, Devonte Booker uh, subbing for uh, Saquon. 12 rushes, 41 yards, and then he had four catches for 28 yards. So not such a great uh, outing for him. Uh, Elijah Penny, uh, the rookie, um, three rushes for him, 15 yards with a touchdown. So he had the touchdown for them. And then he caught it one pass, one yard on two targets. In terms of the passing game, I said Sterling Shepard's back, 10 catches for him, 78 yards on 14 targets. So uh, Daniel Jones definitely has eyes for Shepard. It's just that Shepard is so hard to own, man, because he's always getting nicked up. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough to own him. It's tough to own him, that's for sure. But he get when he's there, he gives you stuff like that. So it's kind of – you kind of – in a a fix with that. Um, Dante Pettis, five catches for him, 48 yards on 11 targets. And then Kadarius Toney, who came into this game banged up, uh, three catches for 36 yards, but he left early because of, uh, he had an ankle injury. So, uh, we'll see what goes with him, um, this week. Evan Ingram, Three catches, 24 yards, five targets. Colin Colin Johnson, 
two catches for him for 11 yards, and that's on five targets. So, yeah, um, when you're missing guys like that, your offense is bound to struggle, guys. That's just the way it is. So, And then coming up for the Giants, they host the Carolina Panthers in what should be an interesting game there. Well, um, I guess. And then uh, for... The L.A. Rams, they host the Detroit Lions. With, and that will be Matthew Stafford facing his old team, so uh, which should be a good one. So, guys, I'm going to stop here. Um, I still have some more early games to go as well as the late slate. So just hang in there, guys, and I'll be back in a moment. Okay, guys, let's finish off the rest of those early games from week six. So we will start with the Kansas City Chiefs. They went down to Washington and they beat the Washington football team 31-13. Kansas City was pretty much desperate for a win, so, um, so kudos to them. Uh, of course, Patrick Mahomes doing Patrick Mahomes type things. 47 pass attempts, 32 completions, 397 yards, two touchdowns, but he threw two interceptions. Also ran it three times for 31 yards, sacked three times. So pro- uh, kind of typical Mahomes line, um, usually a little more touchdowns, but... Um, it was what it was. Um, still, that's a solid outing, solid enough outing for him, especially in fantasy. So, um, yeah, so you'll take that. In terms of the run game, uh, Darrell Williams, solid game. 21 rushes, 62 yards with two touchdowns, um, three catches for 27 yards, and that's on four uh, targets. So Dow Williams filling in nicely for Clyde Edwards Hilaire doing a fine job filling in. Um, guys, if he's on the waiver wire, get him. He's a running back tied to a high powered offense. He's used as a dual threat. So, um, yeah, yeah. He needs to be owned. He needs to be started. So, um, Jarek McKenna, who's all you know, who's now the backup to Williams, three rushes, ten yards, uh, one catch for five yards on four targets. So he's more like the third down type of back, um, you know, to give uh, Daryl Williams that blow that he needs, but uh, not a threat to take over the load. That's for sure. So. Uh, so Williams is pretty safe where he is until Edwards Hilaire comes back. In terms of the past game, Travis Kelsey, Kelsey doing what he does best. Eight catches, 99 yards on 11 targets. And Tariq Hill, uh, nine catches, 76 yards with the touchdown on 12 targets. So, you know, between those two guys, they're going to carry the load. That's, that's always the case. Miko Hardman, four catches for him, 62 yards on five targets, which is pretty good for him. Uh, then you have Byron Pringle, three catches, 55 yards on three targets. And then Demarcus Russell, uh, Robinson, who had uh, three catches for 46 yards, and he had the other touchdown, and he did that on six targets. So... So, you know, they needed this game. They got it, uh, got strong performances from their, you know, skilled guys. So, um, definitely uh, a positive for them. Uh, In terms of Washington, uh, this one I had pegged wrong. I just knew um, Tyler Haneke, he was going against this not-so-great Chiefs defense, and he pretty much wet the bed. Uh, 39 pass attempts, 24 completions, only 182 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He wasn't sacked, so, but still, yeah, yeah, I I thought he had bigger numbers than this, but, um, it was what it was. 
terms of the run game, looks like trouble in paradise a little bit. Uh, J.D. McKissick, uh, the third down back, as you know, over here. Eight rushes for him, 45 yards. He was targeted 10 times in the past game, caught eight for 65 yards. And then Antonio Gibson, who's supposed to be the workhorse back here, <laughs> 10 rushes, 44 yards. And he had two catches for zero yards on three targets. Um, that's why I was never comfortable selecting uh, Antonio Gibson in like the second round of drafts, even third rounds, because I know he's he's a two down back. He is a two down back. Um, J JD McKissick is a part of this offense. There's no getting around it. So, um, yeah, so that's a high price to pay for a guy that's, you know, going to come off the field for third downs and so forth. So, um, it is what it is in terms of the pass attack, Ricky Seals Jones. I talked about him, um, earlier, um, guys, Head to the waiver wire. Make sure this guy is not on the waiver wire. He right now will fill the role of Logan Thomas, who, who's a solid tight end within himself, but he's hurt. So Ricky Seals-Jones is filling in nicely for him. Um, he needs to be owned in every league because he's going to get the volume. He's going to get the work in this offense. Four catches, 58 yards with the touchdown. And that was on six targets. Terry McLaren, who I thought would have a monster game, did not. Four catches, 28 yards, and that's on eight targets. And then uh, Diami Brown, three catches for him for 30 yards, and that's on six targets. So, um, yeah, so not a great showing for their offense, except for Seals and McKissick. Uh, coming up for Washington, they travel to Green Bay. Um, that's going to be a tough way to go there for them. And then Kansas City Chiefs, they'll be going to Tennessee. So, um, and what should be a good one there in, um, in Tennessee. So, moving on to the Minnesota Vikings. Getting by the Carolina Panthers. They went to Carolina and beat them in overtime. 34-28. Um, Kirk Cousins had a monster game. Oh my gosh. Um, 48 pass attempts. 33 completions. 373 yards. 3 touchdowns. He ran it twice for 16 yards. He wasn't sacked. Um, Kirk Cousins to me... Solid quarterback, um, definitely um, QB1 in the right situation. To me, his success is really tied to the run game, to be honest. If that run game isn't clicking, to me, he's not. He just isn't. Um, at least that's what I gather from it. So, And speaking of run game, Dalvin Cook, somebody who I just traded for uh, this week, uh, 29 rushes 140 yards with a touchdown two catches for three yards so so uh cook is healthy now he's getting the lion's share of the carries so you, you like to see that um i would like to see it scaled some with alexander madison kind of giving them a blow um i think something like that could help cook it w wouldn't hurt him not a timeshare sort of deal, but um, just where, you know, um, Madison's getting those uh, touches. He only got three rushes in, in this one for 10 yards. So um, my thing is you don't want to overwork Dalvin Cook. That's my thing. So uh, 29 <laughs> rushes, that's a lot of rushes. Though. But, uh, you know, he was up going up against a mediocre uh, Carolina defense. So. I guess you could get away with that. So, um, in the pass attack, Adam Thielen had a solid game, eleven catches, 
126 yards with a touchdown that was on 13 targets. He also ran it once for two yards. So Adam Thielen kind of coming off the carpet after uh, uh, a few games where he didn't quite show up. So he kind of got dusted himself off and had a great one here. Uh, Justin Jefferson, um, eight catches for 80 yards, so 14 targets. And he lost one fumble, so... Yeah, okay game. Okay, it's fine. Um, KJ Osborne, who got the winning pass, uh, got the passing touchdown in overtime to seal it. Six catches for him, 78 yards with the touchdown. So that was on seven targets. So Osborne is a vital part of this offense, it seems. So, uh, Definitely, he, he, he's vital to this offense, it looks like, when they're clicking. Uh, and then Tyler Conklin, three catches, 71 yards. Now, it's that's on five targets. So, um, he's kind of coming down to earth. And then Chris Herndon, the second tight end, the one they got from um, the Jets, I believe. Uh, one catch for him, two yards. with, And he got the uh, other touchdown that... Uh, Cousins through so uh do you panic about Conklin <sighs> perhaps perhaps because Herndon isn't a bad tight end um I would say um coming out out of the box because uh I just gave away the farm they're on by next week so uh I would see how things go coming out of that by so um, in terms of Carolina, Sam Darnold, eh, not, not a great game. 41 cat, uh, pass attempts, 17 completions, uh, 207 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, and he also lost a fumble in this one. He ran it four times for 48 yards, and he was sacked four times. So, yeah, not a great one for Sam Darnold that's for sure um turns of the run game um bad news guys uh Christian McCaffrey uh he's gonna be out for several weeks now so um if if if, if guys happen to throw uh Hubbard back on waivers I would go reach back for him um because he's gonna get the work uh, 16 rushes, 61 yards with the touchdown, and he had one catch for four yards on three targets. Um, I think the the uh, targets will go up. Um, he, it's no denying he's the guy now that uh, McCafferty's down again. So, uh, so definitely he needs to be owned. Uh, Royce Freeman, who's his backup, only one rush for three yards. So, Chubba Hubbard is getting to work. Um, he needs to be owned immediately. Uh, I'm not sure with McCafferty. Um, I know he's going to be gone several weeks. Who knows what we're going to get when he comes back those seven weeks, um, those few weeks that he's away. Um I would say to you probably have to do. T <laughs> I know people don't want to hear this after you picked him number one in the draft, but they're gonna to have to go timeshare when he comes back. They're gonna to have to limit him come when he comes back. They, they, I don't think they have a choice. Um, not when he's getting injured at this clip. So, uh, in terms of the pass attack, uh. Not too good um, here. DJ Moore had a pretty bad game for, by his standards. Five catches, 73 yards. That was on 13 targets, so a lot of misfiring between him and Darno, and he lost a fumble. So, uh, yeah, kind, kind of a, a bit of a stinker for uh, DJ Moore. Uh, Robbie Anderson, whose production is maddening at this point, Three catches, 11 yards with a touchdown. And that was on, guys, that was on 11 targets. So they got to clean this up, man. I mean, clean it up quick. 
Brandon uh, Silstra, three catches for him, 32 yards. Shai Smith, two catches, 20 yards. And then remember Terrence Marshall Jr., everybody was touting about. Uh, one catch for him, nine yards, and that's on two targets. So, um, yeah, so uh, Sam Darno, great thing for him. Next week they get the Giants, so he can kind of uh, dust himself off a little bit when he goes to uh, MetLife Stadium to face the Giants. And, again, the Vikings, they're on a bye, so uh, that's it for that. So, uh, the last day game there was uh, Baltimore um, hosting the L.A. Chargers and beating them soundly, uh, 34-6. Lamar Jackson, uh, what can you say here? Uh, 19 uh, pass completions on 27 pass attempts, 167 yards. He had one touchdown, two interceptions, though. Uh, rushed it eight times for 51 yards, sacked three times. So not the greatest of games for um, Jackson, but, uh, hey, they got the win, man. Um, the defense really came to play in this one. Definitely came to play. Uh, in terms of the run game, uh, Devonta Freeman, um, he, he he's uh, starting to see some rushes over there. Uh, nine rushes, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, he was targeted twice, but he couldn't reel him in. So, uh, And then, of course, you have Latavius Murray. Nine rushes for him, 44 yards with the touchdown. And he uh, caught two passes for 12 yards. So um, it's going to be a mishmash as far as that run game goes. Um, I think it's in timeshare uh, situation here. And also, uh, Le'Veon Bell has some rushes in this one here too. So um, I think it's going to be like this the rest of the way, guys. It's going to be a mishmash of uh, who's who's in that backfield. So, um, And in terms of the pass attack, Mark Andrews stepping up, five catches, 68 yards with the touchdowns on six targets which is good for him. Very good. Uh, Marquise Brown, four catches, 35 yards on five targets. And then also um, Rashard Bateman, the rookie, had four catches for tw uh, 29 yards on six targets. And then you had uh, Devin DeVernay, Two catches for 15 yards, and that's on three targets. So, you know, uh, Lamar Jackson has seen better days throwing the ball, and he'll have better days, um, that's for sure. So uh, I wouldn't worry too much about him. Um, but the team is starting to click now. If that defense is up to snuff as they showed this week, you then you, uh, the Ravens will be a problem. In terms of the the Chargers, really a bad outing, man. My goodness. Um, Justin Herbert, uh, 39 pass attempts, 22 completions, only 195 yards. He threw the one touchdown, but also threw an interception. Ran it twice for 12 yards, sacked twice in this one. So, you know, yeah, he's he was due a stinker. So, um this is the one, so, you know, you, you kind of dust yourself off. Um, thankfully for them, uh, they got a bye coming up, so uh, they can kind of lick their wounds over this one and uh, regroup. So, uh, in terms of the run game, Austin Eckler was sh totally shut down. Six rushes, seven yards. He did have four catches for 48 yards on seven uh, targets. So, um, you know, again, you chalk this up, you know, this, uh, a bad one. Um, and then you just keep it pushing, uh, his backup, Joshua Kelly, 
four rushes for him, seven yards. So nobody can really get anything going on the ground. They they just took um, the Ravens defense just took that away. In terms of the pass attack, uh, Keenan Allen still hasn't found the end zone. Man, five catches, fifty yards. Um, Mike Williams, who came into this game banged up, um, not a great outing. So. Two catches, 27 yards, uh, five targets. I'm sure even if he was banged up going into this, most of you guys started him because of the year he's had, but he had a bad one here. And then the lone touchdown came from, uh, catch came from Jarrett Cook, four catches, 25 yards with the touchdown. So, and that was on seven targets. Again, the Chargers have, have a bye coming up. And then um, for Baltimore, they're hosting Cincinnati in what should be a very good game. So, so guys, that is the early slate of games. Um, when I come back to you, I will have the late games as well as the Sunday nighter and the Monday night uh, action as well. All right. Until then, uh, peace and we shall talk later. So, my peeps, if you enjoy what you're listening to, you can like and subscribe to me on all the major podcast platforms. You can also follow me on my Facebook group, GD That Sports Dude. You can also follow me on Instagram and TikTok at GD That Sports Dude. And on Twitter, I'm there under GD That Sport Dude. You can also write to me at That Sports Dude GD at gmail.com you can also hit my zell at that same email address to support this podcast and again i value and appreciate you listening to the podcast